0: I'm Michelle, Certified Personal Trainer and Certified Nutrition Coach.
1: And I'm Marissa, and I'm a Certified Nutrition Coach and Group Fitness Instructor, and this
0: is the Strong and Simple Podcast. We're tackling the latest fads, trends, and hot topics in the nutrition, wellness, and fitness industries using science and conversation to bust myths and give you the information you need to navigate the bullshit.
1: Tune in for your twice-a-week truth bombs every Tuesday and Friday. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Strong and Simple podcast. This is one of your co-hosts, Marissa, this week bringing you this week's mini-sode. And our topic for this week is probiotics because there's some new data out and um, some people aren't going to like it. <laughs> it's not wasn't shocking to me. Um, But anyway, we'll get into it. Um, So yes, probiotics. So we're going to be talking particularly about probiotic supplements in this episode. I say we like there's more than just me here. It's just me. I'm going to be talking about probiotic supplements, not foods containing probiotics. So I want to make that distinction. Um, And this is a type of supplement that has just exploded in popularity over the last several years and there are some really expensive probiotic supplements out there there are some really cheap probiotic supplements out there you can buy them at the drugstore you can buy them through multi-level marketing companies and folks will spend a crap load no pun intended of money on probiotic supplements because they're have been so many claims made around them that they can heal all kinds of digestive issues. Some folks have claimed that they can help with food intolerances. Um, They can cure various chronic health conditions. There's been so many claims made around them and they've been really put out as like this like miracle supplement. And it's really not the case at all it's all marketing so let's just start with the basics here because some of you may have never heard of probiotics or aren't sure of what probiotics are so basically probiotics are bacteria, and specifically the bacteria that populate our gut, our digestive tract. So if you didn't know, (laughs) there's bacteria living inside of our bodies. And the bacteria that live inside our digestive tract play really important roles in the way that we digest and utilize food and also kind of like processed waste and a whole bunch of other really important things. And it's it's worth noting that gut health is an area that is still really, I would say, in its infancy in terms of study and us knowing and understanding it. And it's also an area, because it is so new in terms of study, that is just ripe for grifters to cling on to. And they do it. Oh, they do it. Um, I don't know if anyone has... Oh, wait, we've talked about it. Never mind. We did a whole entire episode on the new gut protocol um, at the, the body formerly known as Beach Company. So that's just one example of the many, many, many different, quote, gut health protocol programs that are out there. So going back to what I was saying before, probiotics are the bacteria that populate our gut and probiotic supplementation is basically taking in the form of capsules gummies there's a whole bunch of different forms powders lots of different ways you can take a probiotic supplement and basically those supplements contain strains of those bacteria that are found in our gut and the theory behind it is that in taking these supplements those bacteria are able to repopulate our gut and help heal all these various problems that have arisen from our gut bacteria either not being diverse enough or not having enough of them etc cetera, etc cetera. so i've been saying for a long time and i'm sure i've said it on the podcast probiotic supplementation is mostly useless <laughs> for most people and in most situations and I don't say that because I like to poo-poo on supplements. I know that Michelle and I talk about supplements a lot on this show, and we talk about how most of them aren't necessary on this show a lot. Probiotic supplements definitely fall into that category, and the reason for that is because we have a preponderance of scientific studies that show no improvement in conditions with supplementation of probiotics. We also have studies that show that supplementation with probiotics is ineffective at repopulating our gut bacteria, for example, after taking a round of antibiotics. So that's one thing that you'll see very frequently is folks that are prescribed an antibiotic for an infection will also take a probiotic because the antibiotics can kill off the good bacteria that live in our gut. Studies have shown that taking those probiotics don't doesn't necessarily help repopulate those bacteria Um, in fact in most cases they don't help repopulate it at all so what we know or have known up until this point is that they don't work (laughs) they don't do all the good things that they claim to do and again i should say uh, you know with a little caveat in the majority of situations for the majority of individuals there may be a very small subset of individuals and a very small subset of conditions where there is some improvement shown with supplementation of probiotics but by and large they useless okay the new data that has recently come out adds to this preponderance of scientific evidence and actually shows that supplementing with probiotics might actually be harmful to our bodies and the reason for that is because most probiotic supplements only contain a few strains of or a few different strains of bacteria there are a lot a lot of different strains of bacteria that live in our gut and so what this the most recent studies have shown is that when you supplement with a probiotic, it can actually decrease the diversity of bacteria in your gut flora by crowding out many of the species that are supposed to already be in there. So that's one huge issue. And basically what this does, right? If you are overpopulating three, say three strains of bacteria and crowding out the rest, this is gonna create an imbalance in the bacteria in your gut because there's good bacteria, there's bad bacteria. There's bacteria that has to interact with other bacteria in order to do its job. There's checks and balances in your gut bacteria system as well. So when you create an imbalance where there's too much of one type of bacteria and not enough of another, Guess what? That's going to cause some really big problems because what it's going to do is it's going to prevent your gut from doing what it needs to do in order to keep you healthy. So now we have this new information out here saying that not only is it a waste of money to purchase probiotic supplements, it actually might be doing more harm than good to be taking probiotic supplements so what is a person to do i guess is the question that we're left with right so if you do feel like you know you're having some gut health issues if you do think that there's something going on with your gut bacteria if taking a probiotic supplement is going to be a waste of money and it's not going to be helpful and it might actually make things worse what's an alternative so things that have actually been shown to be effective is actually consuming foods that are rich in probiotics. Again, this is going to be different from taking a probiotic supplement. So this is going to be things like uh, fermented foods, right? Like sauerkraut, for example. This is going to be things like yogurt, right? I mean, who hasn't seen an Activia commercial with people talking about how good their poop is now that they've been eating Activia regularly, right? So eating foods like that, that naturally contain live cultures of bacteria is actually going to be more helpful. And you're actually going to have more success repopulating your gut microbiome by eating those foods. And because it's not a jam-packed, artificially created supplement, right? you're not going to have the same issues where there's this risk of overpopulation because you're not getting like a mega dose of one type of bacteria so that is going to be a much more effective strategy in terms of putting more bacteria into your gut but just like any other living thing those bacteria need food to survive you can't just like put them in there and starve them and expect them to do okay. So the other thing that you need to make sure that you're doing is eating plenty of prebiotics in your diet as well. And what a prebiotic is, is it is what probiotics eat. And basically what this is going to be is fiber rich foods. So eating lots of fresh fruits and vegetables, getting that roughage in, eating those whole grains, that's going to be helpful in making sure that the bacteria that you do have in your gut are able to consume and they're able to use for energy and they're able to breed and do all the things that they need to do in order to keep your gut healthy so this is like super super high level because gut health is super complicated and as i mentioned before it's an area that we're still learning a lot about and we have a lot more to learn about But fact of the matter is probiotics, not really a good use of your money and could actually be a really bad use of your money um, if if you are one of the unfortunate individuals who experiences negative side effects from taking those probiotic supplements. That being said, to each their own. If you are taking a probiotic supplement and you think it's working for you, power to you that's awesome. If it is working for you, even better. Great. Keep doing that. I'm not telling you to just drop what you're doing and change everything because I said so. (laughs) That's not how this podcast works. It's not how I work. But what I am saying is if you've been on the fence, if you're thinking about taking a probiotic supplement or you've been taking one and you're like, I don't really think it's doing anything, um, that's because it's probably not. And you might want to think twice about taking one because there is this health risk. If our gut flora aren't working the way that they should be, if there is an immense imbalance in that gut flora population, we can develop a number of illnesses, ailments, and diseases as well, because the impact of our gut health is incredibly far-reaching in our bodies. So I love keeping these like really quick. This is it. This is the end of the episode. This was the miniest minisode. Um, So if you have, as always, questions, comments, thoughts, feelings, topics that you want us to explore, let us know. You can always send us an email, strongandsimplepodcast at gmail.com, or you can always join the conversation over on Instagram. And that's all for this week. Thank you for listening. This has been an episode of the strong and simple podcast. If you'd like to learn more about any of the topics we've discussed or about any of our guests, please make sure that you visit us on Instagram at strong and simple podcast. And if there's ever any topics, questions, concerns, anything that you would like to suggest to us, please feel free to email us at strong and simple podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. The content of this podcast represents the views and opinions of Michelle Farrell, Marissa Zabo, and their guests, and is not intended to be individualized advice or recommendations. Nothing in this episode is to be construed as medical advice or to substitute for individualized fitness or nutrition advice. Always consult with the appropriate professional for your own needs.
0: We, Michelle Farrell and Marissa Zabo of the Strong and Simple podcast, reside on Pawtucket land. We acknowledge the land and the Pawtucket people, as well as the land and the people of the many Native nations of whom the land belongs, to respect and honor them and their land, as well as to be mindful of the harm colonialism has and continues to do on the Indigenous people of the United States and the world. This land acknowledgement is our commitment to support indigenous peoples and their voices in the struggle against systemic oppression and for human rights, as well as to push against the canceling and erasure of their history, their stories, their culture, and their present. We encourage you to visit native-land.ca to discover whose land you are residing on, as well as ways to support indigenous folks.